0: Hello adventurers, thank you so much for joining us for Adventure Hour here today. I am here with Jason Theodosus and Sam Piaggio and today we will be doing the Choose Your Own Adventure Escape of Logo, Creature of the Mawar. Today we will be armchair travelling through Brisbane in the uh, Dutton Park Boggo Road Jail area of Brisbane uh, and to give everybody a, uh, a little bit of an insight into the story that we will be doing today a monster is on the loose will you help him or plot his capture you're a journalist researching a story in the Dutton Park Ecosciences precinct when all hell breaks loose Blogo, the deadly swamp creature born of the flood of 74 has escaped the safety of Dutton Park nay Brisbane is in your hands as you're thrown into a game of tug of war, mind versus heart, logic versus intuition. Whichever wins, you'll be confronted by an adventure that will have you questioning, who should you trust? Who should you help? All right, I'm excited. Uh, But first, before we dive into our adventure, do what we always do. Hello, I am Emily Craven. I run Story City. Story City is an app that allows you to explore the streets of your city as the hero of your own adventure. So we have a bunch of real life choose your own adventures across the world where you get to step into the shoes of a pirate looking for pirate treasure or maybe a journalist searching for a monster. Uh, and the uh, Story City platform allows anybody to be able to make these stories without needing to know anything technical. And today I have with me the wonderful author for the story, Jason Theodosis. Jason, thank you so much for joining us.
1: Yeah, it's a pleasure to be here. Thanks for inviting me on.
0: Uh, so, Jason, can you tell everybody a little bit about your background, uh, maybe what you're up to recently, um, and and maybe uh, how, how this idea came to you?
1: Yeah, sure. Um, well, probably just started with movies, to be honest. That's where my interest in stories began. Um, I went to uni and did a Bachelor of Animation and then later did a diploma in film, and then discovered that I really enjoyed writing when I took, uh, the screenwriting class and, uh, just loved the process of it and pretty much being alone in a room and <laughs> coming up with wild ideas. Um, and then this idea, um, well, I saw your uh, uh, the application for this, um, cool, cool little project. And, um, I lived nearby the area and, um, just walked around and, uh, At the time, I was pretty into uh, sci-fi, monster stuff and uh, quantum physics. (laughs) And so, just let my uh, imagination run wild. Um, And right now, uh, still working at it. Um, Mostly in writing screenplays. I'm working on uh, two feature screenplays, you know, with the, um, the hopes of getting a grant one day or some possible, you know, funding to get something happening. Or writing something so cheap that I can do it myself.
0: <laughs> well, uh, recently, so I'm uh, based in in Edmonton here in Canada. And recently, um, a local filmmaker who got a fifteen thousand dollar grant to make a, um, uh, a, a horror film. Um, Skink Skink Sk- Sk- Marin or Marin or something like that. Um, it like it was in a short horror short film festival. It got leaked, oh, and cool. then it became this massive international <laughs> success, and like has has brought them in so much money. Uh so you never know, Jason. You never know. Yeah, Someone that's Someone can awesome. leak the yeah. right thing, and the next thing you know, you're uh you're on the on the way. Um.
1: Yeah, I'm always terrible at the last five percent of putting it out there or
0: <laughs>
1: like you know, doc I, I don't like the document funding phase of things and stuff. So I'd rather have something near finished where I can put out there and hopefully get interest. But I'm just very slow.
0: <laughs> what, so so your screenplays currently, can you give us like a a quick like one liner about what they're about?
1: Uh yeah, well one's one's a pretty dark live action movie and then the other is is not the opposite, but it's an animated adventure, I guess you'd say about a man isolated in the woods comes across this orphan boy who, um, accidentally shoots a stork. It's in a world where storks do deliver babies. And this baby happens to be the prince. And it's about this journey of this little boy and, you know, this man with this, you know, going through some grief and, uh, yeah, going on a journey to the castle and with obstacles in the way.
0: <laughs> Love it, classic adventure story. Yeah, um, I, that's that's uh, that's very fun. I um, I, I, uh, I, I see like a mix of like Mowgli from like Jungle Book, then also like you know a little bit of like like a Shrek vibe going on there. So <laughs> yeah,
1: there's a bit of that too. Yeah, it's funny how your influences are change so much if you've been writing it for a long time. And then it just keeps, (laughs) you know, one minute it's like a Del Toro movie and then the next minute it's like this 80s dark crystal thing. (laughs) And then,
0: yeah, all over the shop nice i love that very much um and then we're also very very honored to have the wonderful uh sam piaggio with us today uh sam is an actor um i have had the pleasure to um do previous podcasts with him and um and seeing him uh do some some wonderful um bits and pieces across the years so very excited to have Sam here, um, but also Sam has a wonderful Twitch channel that he runs um, with a group of very talented uh, voice actor um, friends, which uh, I'm going to poke him to also tell you guys about right now. Sam, can you give us a little bit about your background? What are you working on right now? I can. Up to?
2: Uh, well, like I said, I'm I'm a, I'm a you know a voice actor and a performer. Um doing doing. Uh, this, uh, I've met the Twitch channel, um, Lost Worlds Archive, for the past two bit years, although we are currently on, I guess, a kind of like a hiatus because uh, <laughs> real life got in the way, with a bit too in the way, and we, um, so we sort of had to, we're still having to, I think the, the plan is in a little bit to sort of, at some point, have a bit of a discussion to sort of work out what we're going to do moving forward, but all the, all, a lot of, all the content we've, we've, we've done we were playing like um doing like uh, role-playing games and with uh the the original game started with uh you know as a group of australian based actors and voice actors and this canadian based novelist um running the game for us and we um all that's on our our youtube channel with the same name lost world archives if uh, you wanted to go uh check that out um (laughs) and, and i mean it's all it it's sort of i guess it's you know if if you've not, you know, into you know the role playing part of it, but we are we were uh, very focused on on um, like the parts that we enjoyed was like the narrative and the character interactions and all that sort of stuff. So I, I, I definitely had a, had a few people told us they kind of just treat it like a radio drama and They, <laughs> they don't even watch us; they just like they just they just have it running, having the audio running, um, and, and so they can just they can just listen to us listen to us tell this tell this story as it sort of uh, came into being. Um, but of course, uh, and uh, as I said, a, a voice acting. Interestingly, I guess um, you know I, I met uh, Emily doing uh, a voice uh, voice acting gig for one of your books, um, which was like the first time I'd done voice acting really. And I sort of came out at the end, at the end of that, being like, "That was great. How do I do more? <laughs> Where do? I, how do?" I, and now I am I'm, I'm currently sort of in the process of. Well, I, you know, mostly have moved into a, a I've got myself a new, a, a new apartment, but I've got grand plans to turn one of the rooms into like a recording space and actually have like a little booth. Um, yes. And I just, just, just yesterday, I finally, finally got uh, the electrician to come back and finish the work because they sort of did half the job and then had to get some other stuff sorted out before they could come back in. But that then there was just multiple delays and then they're like, okay, in the new year, <laughs> and it just took us until now to actually get them in but like so i've got the beginnings of what'll hopefully be like a, a little recording studio that i can i can do a lot do a lot more and um essentially have like a home studio so i can do have professional quality from home as it were uh, so that's hopefully that that will be that will be in the in the coming months we'll be able to sort of get that underway and
0: exciting it
2: exciting yes
0: and you can be like live from the
2: studio
0: yeah yeah <laughs> uh, um yeah i love
2: I was, that I, uh, I was also remembering i just i just just occurred to me that um i from doing the the podcast with with you uh, all those years ago uh, is the reason i have i have a twitch account. <laughs> I just, it, it, just, it just, that memory just came back just before we went. because It was because when we, because we recorded the, the, like, the audio book and then once we actually did the podcast, we sort of went back and listened to each episode and then we had like a discussion part
3: mm-hmm.
2: where everyone who was available, we sort of got back and we discussed and reminisced about doing that, that part. And then when you're promoting it, you would often like, you know, put up like highlight things that we've said, and then like link that person, and you you sent me a message being like it's getting really irritating that I can't link to like a like so like everyone else I can link to like a Twitch thing uh, to a, 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 a sort of social a media Twitter.
0: platform, yeah, or something. To so a Twitter right? thing, you yeah.
2: you don't have that. You need something, and I was just like,
0: Oh, I don't,
2: but I don't want it. <laughs> and I finally was like, all oh, right, I'll get a Twitter. It's it's fine. And then sort of like once I got, it, I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> Um, and and now I get to and I now I get to watch it burn, which is also fun. Um
0: Right. Real time, real time drama. You can't say that say that I don't bring the don't I don't bring the don't bring the fun stories into your life, Sam, right? <laughs> um forced,
2: forced me to interact with people on the internet. How dare you! What?
0: What? Well, as Jason can tell you, he does also not really have a presence on the internet.
3: Yeah, yeah. I was trying
0: to link to him for this for this podcast as well, and I was like, Jason, <laughs> this is a trend. I feel like this is a trend that, like, I've, I'm I'm getting guests on this on this podcast who are or on this live stream who 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 have to have decided to. To be like, no, I shall not do technology and I will be free in this yep. world making things. Yeah, hide <laughs> in a cave somewhere that's and right. pull the strings
1: rather than. Yeah.
0: <laughs> right, and here's me being like, Twitch, is yeah. Facebook, whatever, Um, I think that also happens when you're, when you're an expat overseas as well because that's how you keep in touch with people, right, is the social media. So, like, I could never, yeah. you know, like if Facebook started to burn to the ground like Twitch, I'd be like, oh, my God, what do I do? Um, because that's how I speak to most most people um, back home. so <laughs> don't burn down Facebook, please. Um, <coughs> all right. Uh, so today we are doing the escape of a bloggo. Is everybody interested in uh, being part of the reading? Jason? Sam?
1: Yeah,
0: sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. Cool, cool. Um, I figure that um, rather than you guys hearing my boring voice narrate the whole way through, um, maybe Sam, do you uh, do you want to swap out with me like per chapter basis? We'll have uh, I'll I'll narrate the one chapter, you narrate the next one, and we'll we'll kind of go down that way.
2: Sure. Yeah.
0: Yep. And then uh, the idea is is that we we dive in um uh if we are not narrating with the uh, with the uh, lines um that our various characters uh, say um so uh, I think in our first uh location here um we have a have a uh, uh, a scientist of some description um and I think that that's our kind of our main person. So who wants to who wants to take on board the scientist for the first for the first one here?
1: I can't even remember what he says, but sure I can do that.
0: <laughs> All right, let's do this. So everyone, welcome to Bogo Road. Now Bogo Road has uh, several key features. On the left here, in our street view, you can see the Ecosciences Precinct. This is where our monster is escaping from. Uh, You'll notice a lot of very just lovely green trees. If we could get up this pathway, there is this, uh, 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 I suppose, inner, Garden, which is covered in rainforest and bits of greenery, um, which is where we find Bogo in our beautiful artwork by the lovely Claire Neal, who was in episode one of this live stream. Um, and so this is her artwork from uh from the story here. And then on our right here, we have the Bogo Road Jail, which coincidentally, young Sam here used to be a tour guide for. Yes. <laughs> um, I used to do, I
2: used, I used to do uh, ghost tours at night. Right there, right.
0: What was your What was your favorite ghost story?
2: <sighs>
0: I. Well,
2: it, <laughs> I think one of my favorite. It wasn't. It wasn't a story that I told per se. Um, but like, um. There was. We didn't really go into like we didn't go into it because it wasn't it wasn't like a uh, like a a full story behind it. But there was this thing where people would see a figure in the um, in the windows, usually in the prison yard, like um, on like the top story of one of the cell blocks, like looking down into the yard, Um, and it could could be any of the three cell blocks, um, but the thing about it was that when people were like, hey, I think I just saw someone up in up in the thing, and they'd, they'd be a bit, a bit sort of like, do you have someone up there? And I'd be like, no. But after, you know, doing these tours for years, you know, year after year, they would describe the person the same way. It was always female, always wearing this sort of like, like those sort of like old, old time, like, you know, that's really that's old fashioned, sort of like nurse. Um, uniforms, um, with the sort of big dress, and that, which was something that might, you might see at um, Bogoro Jail. And so I got to the point where sometimes when we're in the yard, someone would come up to me and be like, I think I just saw someone up in the, and I was like, I just stopped them and be like, I, I want you to stop because I'm going to mention something in the next story once you go into the cell block and then come talk to me afterwards. And so I started explaining how people would come and tell me this thing, and they'd always describe it the same way. And then I would describe it, and I got to watch these people just sort of like sink a little bit as they realized that I was describing what they had just seen. And they were like, "That, yeah, that's how I was going to describe." Yeah. Oh.
0: <laughs>
2: oh. <laughs> so that was that was always fun to see.
0: And you and you were like taking it in your stride, ghost of baby. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: I look. I. Like inf- infamously within within amongst the tour guides was like like a lot of them would be like oh yeah and this happened to me and this happened to me I was there for like seven years nothing ever happened to me <laughs> not once <laughs> um, like, we, like we we literally pull what,
0: the we can't pull this bullshit on
2: him <laughs> yeah well like we we literally at one point had we started doing for a very for a brief time we did essentially like um like an intro to like like. Pa- like paranormal detect- detection, essentially, because um, we had a we had a person um, who was one of the coordinators who actually did like paranormal investigations. So we had a lot of the this gear, and we we sort of it'd be sort of a, a sort of different format. Instead of doing these these you know the, the, the ghost tour where we we're telling these stories, we'd just be like you know you might not get anything, nothing might happen at all, but but we'll do the thing. We'll explain why we do the thing, and gave people a bit more free roam to sort of like look around. But one of the rooms you had it had this device, which was essentially like it would produce like this field. It was like a, it looked like a, like a, or not like those old like bunny ear antennas, and it would react if something broke that field. And like the closer you got to the actual um, aerial, like the the stronger the reaction would be. Um, and it would occasionally react, and there was just nothing around it. There was nothing breaking that thing, and then um, or like certain people, it would like react much stronger and much sooner than it would for others. And so we were using this and it was, it was kind of fun. And then I was talking to the other tour guides and I was explaining, I was talking about this, this thing would happened and I was like, and then I sort of, I set it up and I explained how it worked. And this guy stopped me and went, you explained how it worked. I was like, what, what are you talking about? Like I, I turned it on and I showed them and I demonstrated what it would do. And he's like, you're able to demonstrate what it does. And I was like, what the hell are you talking about? Of course I demonstrated what it does. He's like, yeah, no, when I turn it on, that thing goes nuts. And I can't like I basically can't get a word in edgewise. It's like the, from the moment I turn it on. And I was like, God damn it. <laughs>
0: the ghosts to like you. Like, they're like, they're like, we're really just gonna mess even, with this dude. Even <laughs> the
2: equipment's less lively. What is this? <laughs>
0: Um, are you sure? Like I have to ask. You know, seeing a, seeing a woman in a nurse's outfit. Are you sure you just didn't have a bunch of really horny um, to. I, I mean, you know, the old fashioned
2: outfit. I wouldn't exactly describe it as sexy. So <laughs> it's, it's,
0: it's
2: you know it's that it's that thing where it's like it's it it might it's you know cross between like you know nurse's uniform and just like a nun's habit. So it's like you know hey you don't know what sort of which you're right you know i'm not i'm not <laughs> i'm not shaming anyone i'm not yucking anyone's yum so whatever <laughs>
0: yeah um all right cool so we're at the uh bobo road jail area you can see the beautiful red and, and kind of white uh brick kind of striping there in the jail Um, there uh, is also a bit of, like, artwork um, kind of along the the jail as well, but we can't actually get close enough for you guys to see that. Sorry. Um, There used to also be a lot of um, street art around this area, Um, but for about, I don't know, a decade now they've been saying that they're going to be developing the jail into a set of apartments, which how haunted would those apartments be? Like. Like I don't if you know. Like nurses, if, fine. You, if you like nurses, if you like nurses, you might be fine. Yeah. Um yeah. But uh, so there used to be a, a little bit of a bit more street art around here. Uh, but uh, hopefully, hopefully they'll put it back in at some point. Um, but uh, this is this is the start of our uh, our experience today. So. Um, and and what i'll also do is at the end of this and and when we kind of decided where we want to go i'll also um see if i can play for you the original sound design that went with the the narration for this um the the sound designer um uh Divi, uh he is very highly talented and the sound design is just like amazing on this i wish i i wish i could figure out a way to incorporate it better within the live streams but we'll, we'll, we'll try and play a little bit of it in a minute Okay. The dull day you expected investigating for a news deadline inside the Eco Sciences Precinct has been delayed by an emergency evacuation. You now find yourself lingering amongst confused and restless research employees on the boulevard between the government building and the old prison. Men in dark grey suits and black ties with the physique of rugby players hustle about the property. Perhaps security, but your investigative instinct suspects they're part of something greater. You hear whispers of panic amongst the group and ask the bearded scientist beside you, let you do that, Sam. You can be the, you can be the, the protectors, as it were. What's
2: going on? A lab fire? Chemical outbreak?
0: He fumbles out the
2: words. No, no. it's just best we get out of here quickly. If it's
1: true, he's not going to be pleasant. Who?
0: Looking both ways first, he finally makes eye contact and whispers. Bluggo. You stare back.
2: The creature of the Mewa. The man-eating swamp monster born in the floods of 74 that tears out your eyes and slurps your brain like an oyster. You know that's just a myth, right?
0: You wish a story like that would be true. What a break that would be for your career. You turn away with a smug smile to be distracted by a strange noise in the gardens that inhabit the centre of the precinct. You look around to see if anyone else noticed. Nobody did. It sounds like a large branch tearing from a tree and plummeting into mud, followed by a muffled and agonized gargle from the lion's throat. You move towards the noise and lean over the railing that looks into the greenery. You make out a moving form amongst the rustling leaves with the anatomy of a man only much larger. And not so human. Its bones and tendons made from branches and thick intertwining vines hoard muck from the river. Its heart peered through its ribcage, shackled in place by delicate green vines. Was, was this real? You look behind but find no one near to confirm. You turn back and this thing senses you. It snarls. The sound sending a wave of goosebumps along your skin. It's him. Blocko. It's as terrifying and accurate as the bedtime stories, though you didn't imagine him to look so sick and desiccated like a dying tree. You're too afraid to move. He holds your gaze that takes a breath, relaxing his bulk, as if he knows you're not an immediate threat. You relax and turn. Gentlemen, either one of you can be the monster.
3: <laughs> you can
1: go for it, Sam. <laughs>
0: me. He pleads. You think it's trust but maybe he's just desperate. The stories say he's manipulative, coaxing victims into a trap of agony and death. How? You ask.
2: A friend is waiting for me at Outlook Park. She has something very important. You must get it and meet me by the river under the bridge. I have no time. I must get back to the river to survive. Can I trust you?
0: He pants.
2: You don't look so good. I can take care of myself, but please
0: your gut tells you to trust him but your Um, mind is listing the possible horrifying consequences of being too trusting and imagine the potential headlines and rewards if you manage to literally nab the boogeyman do you trust your gut instinct this creature needs help or Approach the men in suits by the Bogo Road prison gates and craft your plan to help them detain this deadly creature and obtain the headline of the century. Sam, you are the one who has not come across this story before. What is your gut instinct <laughs> as the young journalist in this piece?
2: I, f- I feel like that, uh, the first one, Um, got to go with your gut as a journalist. So Creech needs help. Head to Outlook Park to help Bloggo walk east on Bogo Road to the roundabout with the tree.
0: Interesting. Well, I, uh, I have to say that, um, you know, I've never really trusted a man, a, a series of men in suits, particularly when they stand by prison gates. Um, so I, I, I feel like I would trust your journalistic instinct. How about you, Jason? <laughs>
2: Yeah, let's go for it. Let's go I for do, it.
0: I, All right. I
2: did like the description of you know men in dark grey suits and black ties with the physique of rugby players.
3: <laughs> right.
2: I've met those people. I've been held up by those people. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Although if you help them, if you help them capture them, you might get you know get that uh, promotion you wanted.
2: <laughs> I, I, not to keep talking about old jobs but i used to work at an antique store and <laughs> i had two guys very much matching that description come in one day and it turned out they were standover men
0: what is this standover man? that's terrifying uh
2: they it's uh essentially specializing in intimidation okay so they 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 quite quite elegantly uh pinned like, got set, set themselves up so i was pinned behind my desk and then sort of essentially were like hey we would like like, they didn't ever say anything directly, like, they weren't like, so I couldn't say, hey, they said this to me, but like, they were like, we want to talk to your boss. And like, everything about their, like, the tone and body posture was like, it's like, you're going to tell us how to talk to your boss, or we're going to go out back, and you might not have knees at the end of that. <laughs> and I went, I'm not paid enough. I, what do you want to know? <laughs> yeah, wow. Tur- turned out they didn't want to talk to my boss. They want to talk about, talk to the previous owner of the, where the store where it was in. And uh, so I was like, oh, no, that's not, we don't, you, that's a different person. Yeah. Did they think you're, you were lying you're... about that to protect him? <laughs> well, no, because it was like something really, because we, we had, we had only recently moved and I'd actually coordinated moving from like one, the store like, up the street to this more central um, store. And I'd sort of been working with the, the previous owner, but he was constantly being like, "Hey, would you be able to come in like an hour and a half early? Because I'm so busy today." And I was like, "Oh, right. That's why. That's why you did that. Because <laughs> you were dodging these scary, yeah. scary men."
0: <laughs> cool. Very interesting. So, so spurned by ghosts and uh, yeah, and uh, and intimidated by hitmen. <laughs> this is this is the yeah. life of an actor in Brisbane
2: is just, just work a, a, a variety of disparate jobs and have a, a variety of interesting uh, stories at the end of it. That's
0: right. Yeah, there's a
2: lot of those elements in this story, actually,
1: depending <laughs> on which path we go down.
0: Um, okay. All right. So we are going to Outlook Park, this beautiful piece of artwork right here. Uh, Outlook Park is going to take us to the other side of the precinct and uh, this is a wonderful outlook area across Brisbane. Uh, there is a a, um, a a beautiful park here for the kids as we as we look out uh, over the city. On our left hand side there's a there's a bunch of picnic tables and uh and a barbecue in uh in brisbane the thing that i love a lot about brisbane is the fact that they have so many free barbecues you don't have to pay for the gas in the barbecues you literally just press a button and it heats them up and you can you can barbecue away on these beautiful outlook points across brisbane um so uh it's uh it's a very lovely outlook spot here um, and it looks like we're here to, uh, to meet a contact. So uh, take it away, Sam, as our narrator for this one.
2: You reach Outlook Park, overlooking the panoramic view of Brisbane, one you've never noticed before. Train shutter by and you see a lady in her 30s dressed in a navy high-waisted pencil skirt and white blouse. She's sitting on a bench built from the bricks that once contained inmates in the old prison for women. She holds a paper-wrapped sandwich on her lap. A government ID tag is clipped to her waist that reads Ecosciences Research Division and gives her name, Lucy Waters, below. You sit next to her. She tenses, looking at you from the corner of her black-rimmed glasses. Her eyes suggest she hasn't slept in days. Um, Can I take over for this one? Yeah, do it. And then you could be Lucy, Emily.
0: Sounds good.
1: All right. Uh, Are you the friend of
2: the... the bloggo? You say, thinking how stupid you sound.
0: Who are you?
2: He asked me to
1: meet this friend here who had something important for him. She sighs.
0: I I guess I have no other choice or time, frankly. I can't imagine how else you'd know. Don't have it with me. I, I had to hide it. I think they might be on to me.
2: Who? She glances around.
0: Those men in gray suits. They work for a off-the-record division of government. They weaponize our research, unbeknownst to most working here. I found out when I discovered Blogo in the labs after hours one night, concocting some kind of elixir. I thought I was as good as dead, but then he, he told me his story and The agency. I I helped him create the elixir, but a week ago they captured him and they locked him in an underground chamber beneath the old prison. I aided his escape and I told him I'd meet him here.
2: She hands you the sandwich.
0: Go to Harmony Gardens. Go now. Be discreet. They won't suspect you. What about you? I'll be fine.
2: She says, lacking belief.
0: Leave. remember he is not a monster he's a good man
2: do you take the sandwich and head to harmony gar- gardens or let your investigative instincts kick in you can't keep lurching about in the dark like this you need to find out more about the agency and see if bloggo made it out he didn't look so good after all and as the lady said you're invisible surely it's easier for you to do it than her
0: all right, Sam, our resident newbie at this uh, story.
2: Oh, can I put my thumb in the page? And no. <laughs> um. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: oh. no backsies, no backsies. Only one way forward.
2: I, I think I think we'll double down on helping. Let's go. Let's go to Harmony Gardens.
0: Double down on helping. Right. Okay. Okay. So so it's interesting that you keep ignoring your investigative <clears throat> instincts. Is that because that you you uh, 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 have have just, just this beautiful helping heart? You like you you just you can't find it in you to be a ruthless journalist who's willing to put people down in in the face of his career. I mean.
2: Sure, <laughs> yeah, <laughs>
0: it, is, it is a sort of,
2: I, I guess, it, yeah, I do, I do, I guess, What I, it, it, in these sorts of things, you know, the fir- first go through, it's like, you know, might as well, you know, what would I ideally do, I guess, and then you can go back and be like, what if I was a, what, what, how, and then you get to experience it again with the different, the differences, what if you we were a bit more ruthless, what if you we were a bit more, Um. that's the, the fun of these kinds of stories, you get to sort of, mm-hmm legitimately yeah. changes each time you read it
0: exactly yeah. yeah that's what i love about it as well i really also love the uh the little added kind of like history piece that these benches here um were from bricks from the so is the women's prison part of the main jail or it is a separate
2: building it, it was a separate it was because like the part the bo- the Boga road that is still there is only a very small section of what the, the original complex used to be. Um, um, so that was the part that's left is sort of like the it was like the long term sentencing area, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it was like I think from memory it might have been like the sort of distinction between the jail and the prison. Um, and so the where the eco sciences area that whole space used to be the the um, the jail as well, and then I think on the other side of that was where the women's prison was. Uh... Um, if I, I might be misremembering mis- mis- this part. I have a feeling that the, maybe the, the women's prison was like the last part to cease being used, or
0: mm. I might. Oh, yeah. that, I might be
2: very wrong about that
0: <laughs> about that part. <laughs> Uh, no, I'm going to take it as fact. That is now fact. That uh, is now in the history books. Wouldn't uh, recommend it. <laughs> I wonder how haunted the Eco Science's precinct is. Then
2: <laughs> we did like because the 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 night security at the Eco also sort of covers um, the sort of area around Bogger Road. Um, so, like, end up having chat. We'd have chat with them, and a couple of times they'd be like. It's, they'd be like, yeah, a couple, a couple of weird things will happen and they'll sort of talk about it. And I'll be like, you've just basically like almost word for word told me a, a scenario that is supposed to happen at the jail. Um, <laughs> oh, creepy.
0: <laughs>
2: how do you, do you, want me to tell you that? I, I, and they're like, no, I don't, I don't need to know that. I'm like, okay.
0: <laughs> i like, I have to work here, man, be quiet. Yeah, it's like... <laughs> All right, so we are heading to Harmony Gardens, which is a little bit uh, deeper towards the river. Um, oh, uh, we should explain that the May War is the name for the Brisbane River. It's the it's the indigenous name, right? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, so, so it's the Aboriginal name for the Brisbane River. Um, so uh, that is that is why he is the creature of the May War. Is the monster made up, or is there actually like myths around that?
1: No, it is made up, but obviously, uh, you know, inspired heavily by, you know, like Swamp Thing and those kind of old monster, monsters from the movies, Black and whites. Nice. Um,
0: I wonder if It just you can... worked
1: out really well that the science precinct was right next to the jail and just the location. I think that's how the story came about, was just walking around and just putting things together in your mind.
0: Nice. I like that a um, it looks like Street View won't let us actually get into the gardens themselves. But if we find, see if we can find, because there's like a little, there's like a artwork that is a, um, that looks like a little kind of xylophone, isn't it?
1: Yeah. Yeah, it's, uh, yeah, the, it's the sound sculpture <laughs> they called it. And it, it's kind of like a playground for... um children with Ah, uh, hearing impairments yeah that's the one
0: yeah that little sculpture right there all right so we've taken the sandwich we are heading to harmony gardens all right You've made it to Harmony Gardens unnoticed and stand before a large instrumental sculpture wondering why on earth she sent you here holding a sandwich. You look down at the sandwich in your hand and unwrap it. Yep, it's just a sandwich. Ham and corn relish. But wait, there's something written under the wrapping. C-E-E-E-F-F-E. You look up at the chimes and your brain clicks. These are musical notes. You find a stick nearby and stand in front of the chimes. Oh, let's find our uh, let's find our piece of artwork for this as well. There we go. Beautiful. You try your best to recall the school music lessons and look for C. You count eight tubes in from the left and clang it with your stick, then three times on the second tube on its right. E E E, followed by two clangs one tube over. F F and one tap on the tube to its left. E. The tune sounds familiar, catchy. You hear piano keys mimic the notes that you just played, as you have that annoying feeling of trying to name that tune, you're distracted by a click. It came from the name plaque on the podium to your right, the site printed in Braille. The glass plaque is slightly ajar like an unlatched jewellery box. You carefully lift it and peek inside to find a glass tube that could fit comfortably in your hand. It contains a rich red liquid and attached is a note with the same handwriting from the sandwich wrapper. Good luck. You grab the tube and suddenly feel cold in a shadow cast over you. You hear the creak of a tree branch grinding together. You don't want to look, but you can't help yourself. Blogo is towering over you, looking much healthier than when you first met.
2: Lucy Shaw sure has a sense of humour,
0: Blogo says, looking at the chimes. He's more intimidating this close, but while you're frightened by his presence, you're more. Bothered that you can't figure out that damn song.
1: What's that tune? I can't put my finger on it.
0: You reply.
2: It's our song.
0: He says, rocking from side to side, a sweet smile on his barky lips.
2: You and Lucy? No.
0: He chuckles.
2: Me and my Helena. That was our favourite song just before the accident happened. Hooked on a Feeling by Blue Suede. Ah, that's it. Wait a minute. Helena? Accident? I wasn't always this. I was once just a normal young man in love, wanting to make something of himself. I was studying for my master's degree in science, just across the river at UQ.
0: He lowers his head and his eyes become pensive.
2: One afternoon, January 27th, 1974. The day Brisbane flooded. Helena visited me in the labs. It had been raining for days. All she wanted was to dance in the rain. I needed to focus on my experiments, but she was just so goddamn persuasive. But we were there too late. Waters had crept in and short-circuited my experiments, causing an explosion. Her kiss is the last thing I remember before waking alongside the river alone, looking like this. I searched for decades, hidden in the darkness, but it wasn't until 2011, the next big flood that I found her cradling in a tree along the river bank. She was exactly as I remembered her, beauty preserved but unconscious.
0: He gently grabs the tube of red liquid from your hand.
2: The last few years I've been working on an elixir that'll bring her back.
0: A demanding voice cuts through the story's spell. Stop what you're doing. You jump. A team of agents charge towards you from the main road with pistols drawn. Four, maybe five that you can see. Blogger crouches into a fighting stance and snarls like a cornered beast. He pushes you behind him with a hand the size of your torso. The agents slow and aim their weapons. One looks like a net cannon and the other a harpoon. Blogo roars, blowing everyone's hair into a frenzy. An agent shouts, Don't
1: move. Cooperate or we'll show no mercy.
0: Blogo holds out the elixir behind his back while fixing his fierce glare on the agents. He mutters,
2: "Take Take it me by the river swamp under the bridge i'll deal with this what if you don't then you still have a chance to save helena
0: do you grab the elixir and bolt for the river to the footpath beneath the bridge after all you don't want to be a civilian casualty and if bloggo fails maybe you'll have the chance of resurrecting his lost love for him it's the least you can do or do you grab Bloggo's hand, forcing him to follow you to try and lose them? After all, they have captured him once before. Gentlemen, place your bets. <laughs> what way is this going to end?
2: I think I think we go all in and take him with us.
0: Take him with us? All yeah. right. We go out in a hail of bullets. Maybe. <laughs> we, maybe. We don't know. Maybe. Uh, okay. All right. Uh, Jason, do you have any, any arguments to throw into this, uh, into
1: the mix here? No, I don't. It's, a, it's actually a pretty tough one, this part. Um, they both make good cases and I can't remember what happens next. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's hard to believe that <clears throat> he uh, wants you to stay and help if it, there's a chance you can save his, uh, his wife or girlfriend.
0: Right. You know, you may only just uh, piss
1: him off, really. Like Yeah, yeah. But I guess we'll find but, out. There's no time to tell. You gotta act quick.
0: That's right, that's right. Um, For those of you who are listening on the podcast rather than watching on a live stream, I just wanted to describe the Harmony Garden sculpture here. So on the left-hand side we have this very beautiful kind of like harp looking metallic sculpture. So it's kind of like a xylophone. It's got a bunch of like metallic rows. They're all, I'm pretty sure, like uh, hollow pipes. Um, And then on the other side it's got like a more like wooden xylophone and there are like little battens hanging from that sculpture. Um, and you can't see it from this angle, but there is a uh, there is like a little plaque on one side that uh, that, as uh, Jason very carefully described, has bits of braille over the top of it, um, and and it's for um, it's, uh, it's 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 uh, it's for hiding red liquid. It's not at all um, for the interpretation or accessibility um, of uh, young children who. Uh, Have uh, a wanting need to play with these music sculptures. Uh, Just so you're now all aware, we're happy to have helped with this uh, identification of the secret compartment. So we are uh, heading off to our. uh, We're grabbing Bogo's hand, we're forcing him with us, we're going to continue along the main road. To the entry of the cemetery gates, so that's going to put us like here, I think.
1: Um, there's those.
0: No, further down. Yeah, further that's down. the right Ooh, way. Hello. further down. There we go. These guys right here. Oh, come on. we can stand by oh, the yeah, cemetery gates. Hell's yeah! All right. Um, <clears> another place full of ghostly hauntings and spirits, it looks like. All right. So, South Brisbane, we're at the cemetery gates. Let's do this.
2: Let's do this. Sam, take it away. You cross the threshold of the cemetery's iron gates, gras- gasping for a breath. Uh, I'll take Oh, sorry. Uh, no,
0: actually,
1: let's do Jason. Jason can do me. Oh, all right. <laughs> yes. Let's
2: split up from here. They're gaining on us. Blogger suggests, as you become aware that you are standing in the spookiest graveyard you've ever seen, you nod. He holds out his hand, palm-facing up. A leafy vine crawls up his arm and blossoms into an elegant flower with blue petals that fade to white. Eat this says Bloggo. You look at the flower like a curious child and pick it from his hand.
1: Find Albert Ernest Humphrey. Go right at the fork and down the hill until you see the gravestone under the tree with the view of the river. It's next to the white monument that looks more like a Greek garden feature. You'll know it when you see it, he says.
0: Wait, why am I eating a flower?
1: It allows you to see what most can't. I have a lot of friends here, and Al is one of them. Find him, and he will help you. The flower has properties that allows your brain to see energy fields of the
2: deceased.
0: You mean
2: ghosts? You say, voice rising in a squeak. Careful.
1: Some of them are pesky. The flower will make you drowsy, but stay awake. They'll track me down before you, so you should hold on to this. I'll meet you later. Al
2: will tell you where. He hands you the elixir and jogs down the hill, disappearing against the trees. You look at the flower, thinking you've come this far, and shove it in your mouth. It tastes the opposite of how it smells, bitter. As you reluct- reluctantly chew the powdery petals, its juices mix with your saliva, making you feel lethargic. You remember what Logo said and slap yourself across the face. You swallow the remains of the flower and instantly feel sensation a sensation dispersed from the center of your brain through your nervous system. You close your eyes and reopen them, gazing at the collection of tombstones, lingering about them like a social club, are transparent figures made of blue phosphorescent light. They look like holograms of people from different times projected onto a veil of smoke. You hear footsteps pacing towards you from the street, the agents. You hastily move down the slope towards the right and a spirit pops up from the ground in front of you, stealing a heartbeat. His slick back hair curls up off the collar of his frock coat that from his frock coat that complements his waistcoat.
0: Don't go this way, just trap, they'll catch you. Follow me, chap. <laughs>
2: You look behind you as the agents stop at the gates. The spirit of a woman wearing a 19th century Victorian dress strolls across the path between you and them, sporting her matching parasol. The agents burst obliviously through her transparent figure, guns drawn. Don't move.
0: That's you sad. You've got the choices. Uh, Um... (laughs)
1: I think it's fitting that you chose the path that. Uh, yeah. Those <laughs> I, I think this is. I never, I never ran tours.
2: I never, I never ran tours South Brisbane Cemetery, but we definitely had um, people in from within the same group that were doing
0: doing tour, tours there. Uh, we were told to go right, so. Yeah. So do we follow the gentleman ghost down the left fork, or do we ignore I mean, the greenish. ghost? <laughs> and then run straight through here, going down the right fork, which is where we were told to go.
2: Yeah. I think yeah, I think we're going to ignore the ghost and listen <laughs> to like just like, like blogger was literally like, go right, there's a ghost that'll help you but some of the other ghosts will try and like trip you up and so I'm thinking we don't trust this this random one, we go and we just follow what what Logo said and oh, yeah, turn right, not left.
0: Yeah, all right. That's yeah, fair. either the
1: either the ghost knows something you don't and there's a trap, or yeah. he's or- just so bored about being stuck in a graveyard for eternity, and he wants to see something happen. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I think you have made the right choice.
0: Yeah, I, uh, I. I... I also think that, like, you don't know what that flower was. You could be high as a kite right now, and you would, Yeah, you know, like, like <laughs> you kind of that, that... you went all you went all Woodford like folk festival. You were like, oh, something you yeah. something random. <laughs> May as well eat it. It's just like, like no, that, that, just, just <laughs> that just
2: grew off his hand. Let's eat it. It's fine. <laughs> so, so, uh,
0: this is that's what you call if... homegrown narcotics, there, Sam. If, if, that,
2: if that was the mistake the trap is ahead of us we're already in it it's yes. like we can't,
0: um, for those of you listening to the podcast we are in the middle of definitely a very creepy grave uh site you know i think most graveyards are creepy but like this one um uh, has has like you know like some graveyards are like you know covered in Grass and all of those kind of things. This is a very like uh, imitating coffins above ground kind of a graveyard. It's like mm, concrete all of, on
1: concrete. Concrete on <laughs>
0: concrete. It's like everything is outlined in its own little square. There's like crosses up the wazoo, um, lots of, you know, very big kind of monumental looking ones. You've got ones with like little carved figures on them. You've got, yeah, like all of these kind of things. But You've got to admit that when you look out across the graveyard, there's actually just a very lovely view. There's lots of really nice trees. There's quite a lovely view. There's like a I see a bridge in the in the in the distance there. That's actually the direction of the river, the May wall mm-hmm. um, uh, But uh, as as uh, as uh, Sam said, they uh, they do do ghost tours through here as well, um, and. Um, um, you know, uh, and I think that we should follow the ghost to a guide who knows what sort of shenanigans the ghosts get up to and we should follow our monster's advice, not the ghost's advice. So uh, if we go head off down to the right, um, which is going to take us. Uh, so we don't want to go left. This might we be a hard to one to find, right. right. yeah. Right. Yeah, I'm trying to think of, uh, is it that <laughs> one down by the water?
1: It's closer to the water,
3: yeah.
0: Yeah, okay, so it's this guy down here. So um, let's see. So it's kind of near where the bridge is crossing it looks like. All right, let's drop our little man right down here. Maybe not that close, maybe like back here a little bit. Because it was in the, because um, it's meant
1: to be in the graveyard that you're standing. Yeah, it's kind of, yeah, where you're facing just there. Because um, I remember, yeah, this extravagant tombstone or grave headstone up there, around there, I think.
0: Yeah.
1: There was a, yeah, well,
0: in, I was going to say there's
1: a, 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 not a distinct tree nearby, but there's a lot of trees. So.
0: <laughs> yeah. Okay, so we are going to this guy down there, Brisbane Cemetery. We're going to lot 11B, where we uh, meet a very pensive man in a tree, it seems. Where are you, pensive man in a tree? There you are. Look at that. All right. You find... Albert Ernest Humphrey's tombstone loitering under a tree, hidden and forgotten behind the Greek monument. The ghost of a man sits on the branch of the tree, dangling his feet. You pant. Albert? The ghost looks over his shoulder at you. His thick moustache curls at the edges and compliments his bushy eyebrows. He looks past you and sees the pursuing danger. He springs off the branch and dashes at you. He collides with you and infuses his energetic signature into your body. It feels cold. You vibrate uncontrollably, losing control of your actions.
2: It's okay, let go.
0: You hear the whisper inside your head. You feel the ghost take the reins and drop, dive your body into the grave, falling beneath and through the soil atop a coffin. It's pitch black. You lay there feeling helpless, But safe. Footsteps tread across the ground, six feet above you. It goes quiet. The coast is clear. You feel your body pulled up through the earth and to your feet on the surface. His spirit jerks from your body and stumbles you back. You hunch over, huffing and puffing. It still tingles and your mouth tastes like dirt.
2: I'm Albert. Nice to meet you. And you're welcome.
0: He smiles, his forehead folding into charming patterns. Thank you. You say, still in or as you brush the filth off your clothing and shake the <coughs> dust from your hair. He leans against the headstone and pats it, inviting you to sit, then folds his arms. You perch beside him.
2: I see you've met my tree fan, blog, good bloke, he says. This is surreal.
0: He chuckles.
2: <laughs> yes, neat, isn't it? But you don't ever want to become this. What do you mean? We're not free spirits, mate. We're stuck between this world and whatever is next, the bright light and a new life, just lost souls tethered to our earthly pasts and emotions. If you know that, why are you still here? Why don't you move on? Every day I sit at that tree and wait for the sun to set because in that brief moment I relive one of my purpose. I, rel- I relive my one purpose, my Cynthia. I will relive that feeling for eternity if it means that I can experience being with her again. I'm not ready to let that go. That's why it's a noble thing you're doing, helping Blog to reawaken his true love. When you die, you want to be free. So while you're here, live and love now. And when it's time to check out, leave your luggage behind.
0: You sit in the peaceful silence of the cemetery watching other souls roam about.
2: It's been quiet for a while now. should be safe. Wait for blog at the park bench by the river that looks over the bridge. Thank you.
0: You say sincerely. Oh, now we just, we don't have to make a choice. We get to go to the park bench. (laughs) Resting on a mound across Memorial Drive Park. I was trying to see if I could get closer to the monument from up here, but it doesn't look like I can. It's very sad. But it is a very lovely cemetery. All right. So, we have a little park bench uh, that is just over here, just there, look at that, what a beautiful outlook, so nice, aww, <laughs> Memorial Park. When
1: I used to, when I used to live uh, nearby, I go for my runs down that road, around the Corso and across that bridge. And after I wrote this, I could still every time I looked at that bench, I could still think of this <laughs> this story and how it played out. Oh,
0: so uh, for those of you who uh, who are listening on the podcast, we are on a uh, uh, the Brisbane River, the May Walk. Uh, at a just a beautiful little tiny pocket park that has a lovely green bench that's out facing um, a, a pedestrian footbridge, um, and uh, and this is where we uh, where we come to the the ending of our tale. Take it away, Sam.
2: You sit on the bench that rests on the mound of the riverbank, bouncing your knees. There are no agents in sight. The view of the river shimmering beneath the bridge framed by the foliage of the marshes is beautiful and serene. The shrubs on the river slope rustle and shake towards you. Logo appears from the riverside, holding a pale, slender woman in his arms. She is young and beautiful. A damp and what was probably once a white summer dress clings to her figure and her long uh, and wavy red hair drapes over her forearm. Reaching the top, he lays her in front of you, keeping his hand, supporting her head.
1: Do you want me to do bloggo again, Em? M, oh,
0: that's a good like point. It- yep, let's do that. I'm so glad you made it. I thought they might have caught you again.
2: You say. I took care of them. He kneels over her and reaches his hand out. You hand him the elixir. He flicks the cap off the tube and holds it to her mouth. He tilts her head back and pours the red liquid between her faded lips. Please work, please, he mutters to himself. You both watch in anticipation. Moments pass and nothing happens. He lowers his head and shuts his eyes as if praying. Her lips slowly fill with color and her eyes move behind her twitching lids. In one yearning gasp, her eyes snap open and her chest thrusts off the ground. Light floods her body from within. Her body relaxes into Bloggo's arms. Donna, no, no. Bloggo says. Her hand grazes his rough cheek with her delicate fingers.
0: When did you get so handsome?
2: She smiles, dimpling her cheeks. Like a light switch, his eyes glint as he smiles and embraces her into his chest. Bang, a gunshot goes off. You jump from the bench, looking around. Helena becomes heavy and limp in Bloggo's arms. He pulls away to look at her face and her head rolls back, blood trickling from her mouth. A red circle grows on her dress. Bloggo's eyes cloud, trying to comprehend. An injured agent staggers towards you with his gun. Blood, staining his venge- Blood stains his vengeful face. A growl simmers from Bloggo's throat. He lays Helena gently to the ground and unleashes a roar that makes you feel sick to the stomach. The agent fires again. The bullet hits Bloggo's shoulder, exploding into wood shrapnel. Bloggo charges. The agent fires shot after shot, each bullet blasting into Bloggo's body, but none slowing him down. Logo leaps on the agent, pins him to the ground with a giant hand on his face. He squeezes until the pressure explodes the agent's head like a watermelon. Logo launches back, sobbing. Tears soak into the wooden fibres of his cheeks as he falls to his knees in front of Helena's body. A glowing white hand rests on his shoulder, making his whimpers fade. Helena's spirit stands beside him. She is radiant. Helena puts her glowing hand on his cheek and he places his over hers. His other hand slips between the broken branches of his ribs and grabs his heart. He yanks it, snapping the vines that held it in place. A light shines from his body as it collapses and you shield your eyes. The light fades and a glowing white spirit of a handsome man climbs from Blogo's body. He smiles at Helena. And they embrace in a kiss. Their spirits gleam and then vanish. You Collapse back into the bench in shock. You wait until the sun sets over the river, vowing to expose the truth and write the story of the misunderstood creature from the Brisbane River. Wow,
0: that was a back and forth, Jason. Someone read some... Shakespeare <laughs> before he dived into the ending <laughs> of that Jesus.
1: Yeah, that was, uh, I, I like that thing a lot, actually.
0: <laughs> I was like, oh, so romantic, and then I was like, ah, <laughs> Jesus, <Yeah. laughs> bit of death, bit of poison, and then a bit of revenge. It was like it was like a Shakespeare play pl- packed into one location, just. <laughs> And it's such a, such a peaceful That's... place too.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's a um, great spot to watch the sunset. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh,
0: and for, for, um, from memory, so the flood, the 74 flood that gets referenced in this story, it would have been at least as high as that um, the bottom of that bridge, wasn't it, Jason? That's pretty far up there.
1: Yeah, I think um, not far from the entrance to the bridge is uh, like a little marker from mm-hmm. the 74 floods. Um, I'm pretty sure quite a bit of the bottom of the cemetery was under.
0: Yeah, that'd be a little bit creepy. Like, you know, what if you end up with like bodies floating to the surface or- Yeah, um, I know, there's, something creepy there's actually, like a,
1: there. I think, a, an old dressing room down that road as well Apparently there was a sectioned off bit in the river which people used to swim in back in the day, like early nineteen hundreds. And then bull sharks <laughs> and stuff Ooh. and dirty river stuff. Fun. Yeah,
0: just go for a little walk with the shark, a little swim with the shark,
1: it's fine. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Fine. Probably more ghosts in the swimming change rooms as well.
3: Yeah. <laughs>
0: Uh, I've been hit
1: by a magpie under that tree right there where you are. <laughs>
0: um, uh, I was on of... A,
1: one of those scooters.
0: <laughs> for those of you who don't know Australian magpies, they are dead. <laughs> so they will, like, dive from you. Like, so this is normally during spring, and um, they they're, like, you are within a hundred meters of my nest, and you look shifty. <laughs> I'm going to make sure you never come this way again. And then they dive bomb you like terrors, uh, It's all yeah. claws and and beak and and uh, and uh, it's uh, it's uh, and they'll follow you for a really long time.
1: Yeah, it's fun to watch, but not to experience. <laughs> it's <laughs> <No>. really funny. <laughs> you no,
0: know. um, and so some of the other. Uh, a uh, place that you could have gone down was meeting these three agents here at the entry to the Boggo Road Jail. Um, actually, the, just the, the entry to the jail is actually just like super cool just in general. Um, if, we, if we go quickly to the, to the front of it. Um, I wonder how close we can get up there. It doesn't look very close. It's, um, although the, the, it looks like their original entry where the gates were is kind of gone. Um, but it's all kind of like striped, reckoned, um almost looks like a prison suit, but in a facade of a building, right? Uh, and if you were yeah. covered in iron ore, if you were covered in an iron ore striped prison suit, that's what uh, that's what the front of the Boggo Road Jail reminds me of. Uh, so you you could have met these uh, these wonderful agents here. Uh, you could have uh, ended up being captured. You could have ended up um, uh, being uh, Agent Fodder. Um, uh, Helena uh, looks to have been the uh, a, a victim in yet another branch. Um, there are some very sad ghosts. Uh, and then there are some very uh, terrifying <laughs> ghosts, which I feel would have been our end if we'd gone the other direction of the cemetery. So mm. good call very on that t- one. <laughs> Very good call on that one, Sam. So uh...
2: I, I did have a moment where I thought I'd i I'd meant when he like took over your body, and I was like, oh no, it was a trap all along. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
1: yeah.
0: But also, if they could take over your body, like, can you imagine what the uh the uh the other chap might have done to you if if they could take over your body easily? Yeah. <laughs> like, these men look like they would happily eat. A billion flowers from the hand of a monster and take, <laughs> take, a, take a trip so like you know you know um it would
1: think, be funny if that whole ending never happened and she just woke up at the gates just passed out and she just <laughs> dreamed it since she had the flower <laughs> she was just, just like blogger was just getting rid of her <laughs> <laughs>
0: um i mean like i feel like it was a successful ending i feel like we did we win? I feel like we won. I mean, it would have been not nice to exist as a monster for the rest of your days. so maybe better to be yeah. spirits?
2: like Yeah, spirits together. It, it, <laughs> like, uh, it, it doesn't so much feel like that we won, it feels like we didn't lose. <laughs> yes. It's... Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. That, that was I think a part of that thing I liked the best. It was like a win-lose ending. There are some endings that are obvious wins and others they're just obvious losses i think that was the one of two maybe that was in between yeah oh, yeah it depends on how you look at it yeah.
0: yeah that's very true that's very true um so um that is the tale of blogger creature of the may war we decided to help because we're good people we don't need to get ahead in our yeah. career we can write the true tale of bloggo and the agent who uh, who uncovered his demise and met a grisly end, and um, um, you know we just and, to help,
2: and, and three to six people died.
0: <laughs> just, just, just a smidgen of death. Just a
2: working tiny, for the wrong people, though. Tiny yeah.
0: Smidgen of death. That's that's all. That's all. So like, but we were not one of the dead ones, and that's all that matters. So uh, successful uh-huh. journalism, everyone. <laughs> Aren't, we, aren't yeah. we great journalists? Well done. Ask. Yeah. Uh, all right. She might have
1: an addiction now, though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah, maybe, maybe. Um, you know, It would actually
1: be fun to write a follow-up after every ending, like the day after each ending yes. <laughs> just as an exercise. It That'd be
0: would cool. be. I think so. I think you're right there. Um, um, okay. Thank you, everyone, for joining us for Adventure Hour. We really appreciate you coming and taking this adventure with us touring around the Bogo jail area getting additional ghost stories um, uh helping us to um uh, bring together star-crossed lovers in the midst of flooded waters um I, I can tell that like Jason is like a he's like, like a romantic at heart that we encountered three romance stories in our one pathway <laughs> Jason three that's three. True. So, so um, romantic at heart is Jason. Um, if you guys are uh, creators, we run a creator lab every Monday here on Twitch, 4 p.m. North American time. Uh, I think it's 9 or 10 a.m. Australian time. Um, where if you are interested, we brainstorm stories. They don't even have to be interactive stories. They don't even have to be for Story City. You could brainstorm a screenplay. You could brainstorm a short story. I will practically brainstorm anything with you, as long as it doesn't have poetry in it, because I'm really bad at poetry. Um, If you are an adventurer, we do Adventure Hour every week. We try to do them normally on a Thursday or Friday night in North America, or a Friday or Saturday afternoon in Australia. Next week's story is going to be with the lovely Dimity Powell. We are going to armchair travel our way through the Gold Coast, the resort area, Uh, of the Gold Coast in fact Um, and uh, uh, Dimity is a is a um, is a a children's book author and her story The Chapel of Unlove has a lot of Elvis Presley references it has Elvis impersonators um, and you are uh, deciding whether or not you are going to save or ruin a wedding so that is going to (laughs) be next week uh, that one will actually be Wednesday evening here in Canada or Thursday afternoon in Australia. Um, so please do join us. But in the meantime, Jason, how can people connect with you and your work and find you?
1: Yeah, I make it hard. I I am on Instagram at jbtheo, but the O is a zero. <laughs> and I do have a website, but currently it's just for... Uh, my storyboarding, and so I still got to update that, but it's uh, jasontheodosis.com.
0: Oh, you do storyboarding?
1: Uh, yeah, it's one of the things I do but I've put aside a little bit. I um, have worked on some projects and uh, now I'm just storyboarding my shorts, so as a tool to uh, you know pitch and
2: stuff.
0: Nice. Love it. All right, everyone, that's where you can find Jason. And Sam, where can people find you?
2: Uh, probably at the moment it's still um, Twitter. Um would be the best place, uh, at the underscore real Sammy P. Um,
0: Beautiful. There's or, not a lot of, like, Or Or, or oh. apparently you can find him on Twitch occasionally. <laughs>
2: Uh, it at not at the moment as I said we're sort of in a, in a hiatus so you could, if you wanted to sort of catch up on 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 something if that if that uh stream uh, sounded interesting then uh the YouTube channel lost world Ar- lost world's archive uh has all of our um all of our previous episodes the full on it. Brisbane square Library to go to see that and um that we do have a a, a Twitter for um uh, for that which is not coming up for me which is a bit weird. Um, you've got Google skills,
0: everyone you can do I, it's,
2: it's lost it's still lost worlds archive it's it's, <laughs> I, it's it's at it's at we are lost worlds. I, was, I knew it was it had a, the at was a different thing. Um, so up. if if you know if we do actually if things if the you know schedules align and whatnot we can get back to doing stuff that's where you'll first hear the announcement.
0: Love it. Well, thank you, gentlemen, for joining us today. Uh, Thank you, everyone, for joining us, uh, armchair travelling through Brisbane, and uh, we will see you next week.